singing in the kitchen. You are listening to Redeemer Radio, a weekly conversation connecting the gospel of Jesus Christ to the questions and issues of everyday life. Hosted by the leaders of Redeemer Presbyterian Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. Greetings, Redeemer family, and welcome back to Redeemer Radio. I am Pastor Ross, and we are continuing season one looking at the idea of church as family. And part of cultivating a sense of family in the church is getting to know one another. And a really good way to get to know someone is to hear their story. And that is why we included, as part of this season, a conversation with someone in our church to get to know their story and and part of their testimony to hopefully model and cultivate a a deeper sense of community and relationship with each other in our church, as well as it also helps us to grow in our love of God. You know, the Bible, of course, is the first and most important place to grow in our knowledge and love of God. But another way is to hear the way God is at work in other people's lives. You know, the Psalms talk a lot about the importance of telling the deeds of the Lord to the congregation and to one another. And in doing this and hearing how God is at work in someone's life through their story, it helps us appreciate God's sovereignty more and his compassion and and the ways he is still at work in this world. And so I had the privilege of sitting down with Cliff Vogelsberg from our church, uh, a member at at our church, to uh, hear some of his story. And I'm going to turn it over to that conversation now. All right, I am joined now by Cliff Vogelsberg, longtime Redeemer member. Uh, Cliff, welcome to the world-renowned Redeemer Radio. Thanks for joining us. It's an honor to be here. I've heard so much about it. Oh, well, good. And I, I enjoy hope... listening to the show as well. Oh, good, good. Well, now <clears throat> you get to be a part of it and uh, be a part of the where all the magic happens. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I first thing to ask you, how's hunting season treating you right now? It's been treating me well so far. Had yeah? A, yeah. I mean, been a really beautiful weather. Um, I've seen a couple of deer, but it's just it's just great being out there. And nice. That beautiful time of day where it goes from dark to light. It's like yeah. just really special. Nice. To see God's creation. Yeah, man. That's cool. That's cool. Um, well, I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you being willing to sit down and share a little bit of your story. Always. with us and uh so i'm just gonna ask you a few questions about that i thought we'd just start with you telling us you know where you grew up and a little bit about the family you grew up in mm-hmm. well i grew up in a lot of different places because my dad was in the coast guard uh but i was born in florida and then lived all on the coast obviously as he was in the in the service there but we lived in Elizabeth City for a while. That's where I had most of my childhood. I was there uh, kind of like elementary through junior and high school. And then I moved to Kodiak, Alaska. Wow. And uh, and that was one of the favorite places I lived. And then I came back to the great state of North Carolina. But okay. have uh, two younger brothers that also live in the area, and we all get to spend time together. So it's been great. Awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you moved quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, did you enjoy moving or? I did. It was kind of tough, you know, getting to know people and then yeah. like getting to have some like good relationships. Then three years later, you're like up and you're always the new guy. And yeah. I, I liked seeing different parts of the country and meeting different people. The moving part was hard, but I think it helped me to form me to be able to uh, to speak to, you know, 
yeah. for a variety of people and um, kind of be outspoken, try to make friends, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um, I want to just ask a little bit about the family you grew up in. I know that that um, we learn a lot about ourselves and other people just learning about the family they grew up in. Oh, yeah. um, so what's maybe one of your favorite things about the family you grew up in and maybe one of the more challenging aspects of it? Well, like I said, I think the moving around part was fun, but really like the time that I grew up in the 70s and the 80s, just uh, being able to just, you know, kind of run around all over the place with all your buddies and go fishing and bike riding and stuff like that. I had, I lived in neighborhoods, I had a lot of kids my age, so I just always remember like, you know, leaving first thing in the morning and being home before it got dark at night to have dinner. Yeah. Um, my brother's usually tagging along with me or... They had their little pack of friends too, but I don't know that part of my, I mean, I had both my parents were very loving and, uh, and we had like, you know, a great little family unit. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what was, how would you describe the spiritual atmosphere of your home growing up? The spiritual atmosphere was very different. Okay. I guess you could say, um, my father is a Mormon and still is practicing today and, and my mother has passed away but she was a catholic and okay. so obviously they loved each other very much to uh venture yeah. across that yeah. but it was just uh it was different we would you know we would pray before dinner but there wasn't a lot of spiritual conversation around the household on sundays me and my brothers would go to church with my mom and my dad would go to church you know at his church and then you know, we'd all come back, you know, together Sunday afternoon and go about our business. But I didn't really think about it that much back then. But there was obviously, you know, probably some tension when it came to, like, uh, any kind of open discussions just because yeah. those two religions are very different. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't, you know, me and my brothers, I don't think... Uh, suffered because of it i mean but then again i don't think we uh blossomed in that situation spiritually either yeah so yeah yeah i'm also curious just about from your childhood like what are maybe two or three of the more formational formative aspects of your childhood things that have had a significant impact on who you are today well not to keep harping on the moving but that had something to do with it but i did I always felt uh, something in my heart when I went to church, hmm. and even when I got lost for a long time, uh, there's you know certain songs I would hear or memories or anything like that where I could tell there was something tugging at my heart. But I think, wow, um, that's really cool. Yeah, but I think as far as formatively, um, I don't know. I think. You know, you get routine oriented with Catholicism, just uh, yeah. sit down, stand up, kneel, and, you know, say these prayers at these times. And that I'm very routine oriented already, so that was easy for me to kind of adapt to that. And I remember when I was probably in 12 or, thir 12 or 13 years old, going to a youth group and really enjoying the youth group and hearing the word, but being there more as a social aspect, I guess you could say. Yeah. So they're for the wrong reasons, but not like maliciously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. Just even, even though, um, 
it sounds like you know you didn't stay with the church immediately after um, like high school. Just even your experience going to church mm-hmm. um, at a young age um, had an impact, and a and, and God used that. Um, that's that's really neat. So um, I think the not interrupt. Yeah, no, you're I think good. The thing that <clears throat> one of the formative things was. When I did uh, graduate and go to college, I mean, I just stopped going to church. Mm-hmm. And I had, uh, I was getting a degree in biology, and so there was a lot of, uh, <clears throat> you know, evolution, science yeah. involved. Um, I remember taking a philosophy of science class, which really messed me up, like spiritually. Yeah. And also, I just got caught up in worldly things, just, you know, mm-hmm. um, just being, you know, a wide open, you know, yeah. young guy, yeah. you know. Yep. So that kind of definitely deadened, uh, not deadened me, but just, you know, prevented me from probably having the urge to go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I did go, like, for my mom, you know, she would ask me to go if I came home for a holiday. You know, like I said, when I was there, I could still feel something. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate you saying that. I was, I was definitely going to be asking, like, what do you think – some of the things that maybe pulled you away from mm-hmm. it and that those things make a lot of sense yeah. i could definitely see that um fast forwarding a little bit tell us about your family now uh i'm blessed with a wife and, and two beautiful girls and uh, we're both gainfully employed and everybody's what are their names carson and maslin yeah. and uh my wife holly and you know she has a great job and it's probably one of the sweetest people I ever met and uh, you know both my girls are striving you know I'm, cool. I'm very very blessed as far as that goes cool. I'm very proud of them yeah so tell us now um, how you came to know Jesus well I mean I think it started at a really young age um, you know going to church with my mom and Although there was a long period of time where I was very lost, uh, I always, you know, felt something in my heart like that was missing. Yeah. And then, you know, when Holly and I, a couple of years after we got married and had children, you know, she really started pushing and pushing me to, you know, raise our children, you know, in the church and to learn the Word of God. And, you know, give them that opportunity that we both had and, you know, as a responsibility to us. And it would be hard for me because I was working at restaurants and uh, yeah. so I'd be like working late Saturday night, but I probably more use that as an excuse than anything else to not always be there on Sunday morning. But <clears throat> when I did start coming to church, I started feeling, you know, that tug again. And she was very diligent and looked at several different churches and uh, started coming to Redeemer, I think, 11 or 12 years ago, maybe. And uh, we immediately uh, just felt connected and loved in a way that we never had. So, wow. wow. How did y'all get connected to Redeemer? Holly's uh, mother, Judy, goes to a church or is going to a church that is in Garner, I believe, called Christ the King. Okay. And, uh, and Holly went with them a couple times and... They were like, hey, our sister church, Redeemer, in North Raleigh is, you know, probably closer, but you might want to check that out sometime. And then I think the next Sunday she came here, and then 
she came home all excited and, and we came the next Sunday and pretty much just started, you know, snowballing from there. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? I mean, we're part of this, the theme of this season of the podcast is just talking about how the church is family. Mm-hmm. We've looked at it from different angles and, and we're, you know, we're glad to be able to have you come here um, just to get a <clears throat> little tiny snapshot of, of, you know, how I know so many people have experienced Redeemer as family. Yeah. Um, but I just thought I'd ask you, like, what has it meant to you to be a part of the Redeemer family over the years? I mean, it's meant the world. I mean, I've had a lot of, you know, great friendships over the year, and I still do, but not as deep as some of the ones I have here. And I mean, I have something in common with everybody here. And that's like, and that makes it extra special. But just our family has just uh, felt so loved between, um, you know, the the faithful teaching, um, the elders and deacons that have always been supportive, community group, you know, the youth, the youth program's phenomenal. And it's just, uh, just everything about it is just uh, enriching our lives, really. In wow. Kind of a sweet way. Yeah. I get kind of caught up when I think about it so that's cool that's really cool man Mm. that's encouraging um what what are maybe some ways you've grown spiritually while at Redeemer I mean unfortunately I like see a lot of my sin more clearly now but I know I like you know I work harder and uh work harder on you know trying to thwart them you know Mm -hmm. um I've grown a lot in the Bible, like through some of the, the Bible studies that we have. Um, I've grown to, you know, have like some relationships where I feel like I can mentor and, and teach others, which, you know, kind of helps to grow me in the faith as well by yeah. doing that. But I mean, just in so many ways, it's uh, just uh, once I got really like plugged in it, uh, it, I mean, I just kind of thrive off of it. When I miss a Bible study or a community group, or it just kind of, you know, stings a little bit, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, it's been great. I think probably, probably like one of the most enlightening moments I had <clears throat> within the community of the church was uh, my first men's retreat, just because I'd only cool. been coming to the church for probably, you know, maybe not even a year yet. And, uh, and there was probably about 28 or 30 guys. And, uh, we had like a whole weekend together of like eating and praying and recreation. And just, I really like bonded with a bunch of the guys then. And then, uh, it just kind of like snowballed from there. It's been wonderful. That's really cool. You could be, you could still be one of the guys, but there was a a real spiritual aspect to it and a depth to it as well. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, I mean that I was going to ask about maybe one or two of your top highlights of your time. Mm-hmm. I would assume maybe that's one of them. Yeah. Men's retreat is a other? highlight. And then like the uh, youth group, I mean, they, I get to like help them sometimes like grill burgers or like help them like put together the food, but just like seeing all the kids running around and, um, yeah. it's usually outside here in the church parking lot. So it's a, it's just a lot of fun. And then, you know, obviously they, they get in the word as well, but that's been like a real blessing, you know, being around a bunch of the other kids, but you know, the Bible studies are really good getting to know, you know, 
you know, getting more in the word and like, and learning from just, you know, some of the guys that are there, just their theological knowledge is, is uh, so vast. That I just try to sit there and soak up as much as I can, but it like really encourages me to try to, you know, get in the word more. Yeah. Wow. That's really awesome. And then we used to, back in the day when we could all get together, we used to have a Christmas dinner every year. Yeah. And there'd be like a hundred or 120 uh, members that could make it, but we would set up the sanctuary and just have, you know, have a great meal and listen to music and just enjoy our time together. That was always kind of a really special time for me too, to see everybody yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. I bet there's a real sense of family at that, you know, yeah. cause it's the holidays and a lot of the church together, enjoying that together. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah. And I, I'm ready for those times to come back. Yeah. Me too, man. Me too. Um, well, I, yeah, I appreciate it. I wanted to just switch gears a little bit. You got, you got a little proud, uh, uh, thing from your time as a, as a cook, uh, as a chef and you, uh, you came up with a new recipe. Tell us about that, that recipe that you have. The Cabernet Goat yeah, Cheese man. Butter. Yeah. I had you on that one the first time. I yeah, just man. to tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just. What's it called? Cabernet Goat Cheese Butter. And there's a, you have, you have like a, it's like a brand, right? No, it's just Holly, <laughs> Holly made a cool little logo for it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just a fun pass. Is that for sale for anyone? If they Absolutely. wanted it? Absolutely. You okay. have to be a Redeemer member though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exclusive. Love it. Well, Cliff, thanks so much for, um, you know, it's not an easy thing to, you know, sit, sit here and share some of the more depths of your life, but, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this and um, just letting us into your life a little bit. Absolutely. It's All been right. uh, it's been a privilege. All right, man. Yeah. We'll see you around. All right. Thanks. We're taking a chance.